Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and today my topic is solitude. You know, it's been very important to me since I was in my early 20s, and I I think it was for this reason. I was probably a, a discontent and somewhat tense and unhappy young man at that point in time, and like a, a, a lot of young people in their 20s, I, I longed for romance, I longed for a sense of adventure in my life, and yet I think instinctively I knew that I couldn't really love another person any more than I could love myself. And, and I was at odds with myself as I think about it. But I became captivated with the idea of solitude. Somehow I seemed to know instinctively that having time and solitude was going to be very important for me. So. When I first encountered the magical grimoire that I discussed briefly in the In Present segment on Playing with Magic, the book of the sacred magic of Abramaline the Mage, well, that book required that the uh, aspirant spend six months in solitude and purification in order to prepare for this great magical ritual of encountering one's own holy guardian angel. And that just captured my imagination. At the time, as I recall, I was a graduate student in criminology. And, and maybe even I spent a year before entering graduate school just hanging out at Berkeley. So it might have been around that time. But in any case, the idea of spending six months in solitude really fascinated me. And according to this magical grimoire, it had to be done between the ages of 25 and 50. And as I recall, I was younger than 25 at the time. But I had sort of resolved I would try to do this. I was going to do it. And well, it seemed like a wonderful ambition. I can say, looking back now, I never did it. Six months in solitude would have been too much for me. But I made a study of it. And in fact, there's a wonderful book by Admiral Richard Byrd. He's now pretty much a forgotten figure, but he was a great international hero at one time, the first person to fly over the North Pole and over the South Pole. And he, he was known as a great adventurer. And he also longed for solitude. And uh, he had the opportunity in the 1934 to spend an entire season, the winter season, at the South Pole all by himself manning a weather station. And he did that and wrote about it in his book, Alone, which became an international bestseller. And he described having mystical experiences alone at the South Pole and in the winter season. Well, you can imagine it was quite extraordinary, although in his case, he nearly died because there was a carbon monoxide leak from a gas stove in the tiny little shack in, in which he was living. So it became a life and death struggle for him. Now, in my own life, uh, I have had some experiences of solitude. They were minor, really minor, compared to Richard Byrd's experience. But on one occasion, I decided I'm going to go into a closet. And <laughs> I had a friend who let me stay in his closet for three days. 
I came out to use the bathroom and maybe to have a bowl of cereal or something in the morning, and that was it. The rest of the time, I just stayed in the closet. I was being with myself, just getting comfortable with myself. And looking back on it now, it seems like a small thing, a very trivial thing, but I actually think it was very important in my own character development. On another occasion, also when I was in my early 20s, I spent a week in solitude on Mount Shasta. I actually climbed Mount Shasta, which is one of the highest mountains in the United States, over 14,000 feet, and I uh, climbed it by myself without any special equipment and certainly with no other people, and uh, it was a wonderful time for me. Although, uh, as I think about it now, uh, I experienced a great sense of foreboding when I climbed down that mountain. Well, maybe I got in touch with something intuitively because that was right before um, I had another episode that I described in the in-present segment on playing with magic where, where I encountered people who uh, eventually uh, walked into my room in the middle of the night <laughs> throwing a knife at me and threatening to kill me. Well, I think when I came down from the mountain, I had a premonition that something like that was about to occur, although certainly nothing specific in my mind, just a, a sense of foreboding. So I guess I could say from that that spending time by oneself is, is a way to get in touch with the depths of one's own psyche. And to become comfortable with oneself, to learn how to love oneself and to love others. Now I can look back and say I'm about to celebrate my 40th wedding anniversary this year. So I think that time spent in solitude when I was a very young man uh, was quite important. So let me leave you with these thoughts. Uh, how much time have you ever spent in solitude? Would it be good for you to do that at this phase in your life where you are right now? Or are there ways in which you can experience solitude without having to go off by yourself for three days or for a week? I mean, aren't you experiencing a certain measure of solitude if you meditate for 20 minutes? It's about being comfortable with who you are. Thank you for being with me.